Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class self-support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hey, this is Tiamo DeVittori. I'm CEO and founder of Be The Dream Unlimited. And on today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to do profitable virtual events that align with your purpose. Hi, I'm Rudy Rodriguez, and welcome to today's episode. On today's show, we have a very special guest, Mr. Tiamo. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Rudy. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, man, we're excited to have you on as well. And, uh, you know, I know you have uh, over 10 years of experience uh, with events, both virtual and live in-person events. And you've even done, uh, I think, three events in the last few years that we've gotten to do together. And, and you've also spoken on some, of, some very large stages and done some keynote concerts and talks and what have you. So you know the world of events, the, event, the world of stages, the world of speaking, the world of engagement, the world of sales and marketing. In fact, you, you know, through events, you've filled your coaching practices for a year in advance at times, and you've made million, millions of dollars from your events. So we're super eager and excited to learn from you today. Welcome. Yeah, thank you, Rudy. And, and thank you for mentioning that. And, and what I can say, because I'm, I'm so looking forward to our topic today, because when I do keynote concerts, or when I speak on stages, usually I get an hour. And with events, especially when they're your own events, like you, you get a week, you, you get like three days, you know, my events are three days. Because <laughs> I always feel like an hour is like so little time. And I want to say so much more and I want so much more impact. And so uh, there's just so much to share around it, which I'm really happy about our topic today. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, um, I'm super curious. And one more thing I want to mention for our audience is uh, you have experience specifically uh, speaking on in your events to musicians, speakers and coaches as well. So our audience kind of gets a context there, um, you know. And the thing I appreciate about you is that you're really big on congruency, like making sure that what you're doing is consistently in alignment with your purpose, both business and professionals. So, and you recently did a virtual event, uh, recently and filled your coaching program up. So uh, please share with us uh, a little bit about um, maybe some of that recent event and, um, you know, how you prepared for that event and did it in a way where you felt it was in alignment with your purpose. Yeah, so um, I did my virtual event a month ago, and this one was for musicians. I've done events in the past for speakers and coaches, uh, but this one is for musicians. And uh, so your question was, how did I prepare for it to make sure that I was in alignment with my purpose and everything else? I think like when I, when I evaluate the, the content for the event, uh, for me, it's not so much the question of how am I going to get more sales out of this? That's not the driving question. For me, the energy behind it is more of like for all the souls that are showing up for this event, how can I make the greatest impact? And if no one buys anything, if no one 
joins a mastermind, like if for each person, my goal is that they leave with their lives being touched, changed, and inspired. And that's how I, I plan out what I'm going to share during the event. Uh, and for me, it's like leading from that place rather than the how can I maximize conversions? Although, you know, that's an important conversation. But you're asking me how I prepare. And uh, I really look at like for those who are attending the event, my goal is to change their lives, not to just inform people, not just to like give them a lot of knowledge and great information and, and things like that. But to like, really, that's my goal is to change and elevate their lives if they want it for themselves. And so I really value people's time. You know, if people are taking, because my event was three days. So if people are taking three days out of their life to spend with me, uh, my hope is that it, it's the catalyst for the change that either they've been looking for or maybe even praying for. And, and I can tell you that I've had attendees uh, and eventually coaching clients say that they were praying for some kind of answer in their lives, some kind of change. And so that's how I approach the event is a very, very heart space uh, coming from love and leadership. And I think when you do that, people really sense your level of sincerity and authenticity and how much you really care. And that leads to conversions. Right. So it's not a it's not a manipulating of it. It's just like this deep, sincere place. And people feel that and people have a sincerity meter or filter and they can they can sense it pretty early on. So that's really how I prepare for going into the events. Awesome, brother. Thank you for uh, sharing that. Yeah, people uh, would make me think of people remember how you, you left them feeling, not necessarily what you said. Right. And people can feel when you're being sincere and like you genuinely uh, are there for them. Right. And uh, and it, you and you don't have the uh, what I, I would refer to as the commission breath. Like it's like, you know, people can sense when you're like, I'm I want to get something out of you. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and to add to that really quickly is that I, I know that the content and the information that I'm going to share, people are not going to remember it. Like they might take notes and stuff like that, which they likely won't refer to in the future. That's not the case for everybody, but for most people. So I am humble enough to know that people are not gonna remember my content, as great as I think it is. But what people will remember is how they felt and the emotional experience of it. And the hope that it instilled, the inspiration they had, like those intangible things are really what lead people to change. Um, because before they can actually take action on the knowledge that they gain, they have to feel ignited, right? Like something has to wake them up inside. And so uh, I see that that's how, that's my, that's what I strive for with, with my events. Awesome. Yeah. And make sure that they remember the experience through how they felt emotionally. Um, yeah. You're great at that, man. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And so many ways places we can go with the show topic as far as you know, making sure that you're congruent and on purpose um 
one of the things that you mentioned uh, just before we started recording was this idea of uh, a book that you read recently um, around uh, not setting goals, which is, I feel a little controversial to say this out loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, can you kind of share a little bit about, you know, that and, uh, and how, how you felt that you're able to lead a successful event, still get clients to come in, still stay in alignment with your purpose and not necessarily have had like really specific, you know, sales goals per se for your event. Yeah, just lately, I would say the last couple of years, I just haven't wanted to set event goals, which I know sounds crazy saying that out loud. I totally get it because you need to have goals of like the number of people that are going to be there and then like the number of people that are applying and then the number of people that are converted and then join the mastermind. Like I, I understand that. Um, yet for me, I've just found of like, it's going to happen anyway. Like if, if I'm not so focused on that, it makes me, it frees me up so much more to uh, just to be more present and to not be attached to all these numbers. Because you, you can feel it during the event of like, am I, there's this constant like, self-assessing that happens of like are people are people going to join you know are people want to do the, like all of that inner voice stuff that just doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve other people and so you know like we were talking about before going into this event uh, I decided to not actually set goals for the number of attendees and I decided to not set goals for the number of people that join the mastermind interestingly enough Rudy um, I would say with this event, I've had the most number of people join the mastermind than I've ever had without setting that goal. So that doesn't mean I'm not aspiring for that goal, right? Like I have the desire for that goal. I aspire to achieve it, but I, you know, usually in the past I would meet with a team and it's like, oh, let's all be on board with these goals and let's do everything we can to make them happen. And, uh, and now like the focus was just more, just more value, more inspiration on my end, more fun, more presence, more clarity, more breakthroughs, uh, more tears of releasing and freedom, like all of that. And when you concentrate on that, I really feel like the sales will just happen on their own. Like we don't have to force them to happen. And so this whole concept of not necessarily setting goals, uh, but really more intentions. To me, it's more intentions over goals. Uh, because when everything is about the goals, what that means is you have an agenda. Like you have an agenda for people. And people feel it. You know, and it's like, and if things are not falling to a place with your agenda, then you start having a different experience, a more diluted experience where you feel disappointed or you're just like feeling like the event is, is not going the way you thought it would go. I've experienced with events where I didn't think sales would do that well. And then the 11th hour, it did amazing, you know, and I've had other events where I thought, oh my God, everybody's going to sign up. And then I had less. So what I'm saying here is that it's, 
it's not up to you. You know, we all think it's up to us as like workshop or seminar leaders, right? I'm going to dictate the outcome of this event. It's like, no, you're not. You know, you don't know like the background that people have as they show up to your events. You don't know what's going on in their lives. Uh, there's all this stuff that is out of our control. And so I've just surrendered to things that are out of my control. The only thing that I control is how I'm feeling during the event. And so I see the goals as a distraction and I see it as a movement away from what the ultimate outcome is, which is changing lives. And so I've had agenda freedom around this. And I feel like it's, uh, it's landing with people in a, in a different way. And as I've done this more, I also feel like coincidentally, Rudy, the sales go up. Isn't that pretty amazing? So it's like, I, I invite everyone to reconsider. If you want your numbers and your sales to go up, then get rid of the sales agenda and just be more of you. And like you were saying, Rudy, like just really come more from purpose and the rest will happen on its own. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Uh, I love how you share that. Um, just stay on the purpose and the, the and sent the positive intent and let the rest happen on its own. Yeah. yeah let go and trust that it'll happen. You know, so, uh, so I happen to pray. I do that every day. And so leading to the event, I had prayer intentions for the event. And then I also asked for help in, in letting go, right? Like just letting go of all these outcomes uh, that my ego wants to happen. And and then just be like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm just going to surrender to the, the bigger divine plan. I'm letting go. And then maybe if, if my event doesn't do well, then maybe that was actually the divine plan. And then so can I be at peace with that? You know, maybe that means that I'm supposed to do something different or, or maybe I do it differently, you know, or maybe it's uh, the, the lessons that I've learned or what. So for me, that really helps me to let go and detach of all this needy energy for things to buy. And, uh, and then people just, you know, they just trust you so much more. And, you know, honestly, like I, so I've been doing these events, like you said, for 10 years and I've never had like a, a not successful event, you know, it's just like, it hasn't happened yet. All right. So like all these fears of like, Oh my God, what if it's not successful? And there's different degrees of success, but most of what we might call failures or shortcomings or disappointments are ego-based. And so when you can just, when you can do your best to step outside your ego, you realize what's most important. And I think that's really where the community is formed around your event. Awesome, man. Thanks for breaking all that down for us. And uh, yeah. any, anything else you'd like to share as far as, uh, you know, how to run a profitable event that's also in alignment with, uh, with your purpose? Yeah, so I would say, um, talk about the thing you really love talking about. Now, don't do events and spend three days talking about something that doesn't light up your soul. 
<laughs> you know, just because you have a really hot topic or you have something that you think is going to sell really well or um, fill up your, your mastermind or your coaching business. Uh, if, if you don't like truly deeply love it, then it's time to like do something else, you know? So for me, I would say with my events, I'm super on fire and passionate about events, not because I'm trying to manufacture that energy so that people buy, but because that's how I am when the camera is off about this topic, you know? So with this last event for musicians, I teach musicians how to become musicpreneurs and grow their music business in very unconventional ways outside of the music industry. And it feels like a mission to me, like to help musicians to do their passion full time. And, um, and that mission just really speaks for itself and it inspires me to create what I'm gonna share in the event. And I can talk about it all day for three days. You know, it's like three days is not enough for me to talk about this. And I feel like I outlast the audience, you know, like the, the audience is like worn out, you know, from all this like sharing and teaching and the Q&A and the coaching. And I'm just like, let's keep going. You know, it's just like I'm standing here for eight hours straight and just go. I mean, you know, we have breaks and stuff, but uh, and I can just keep talking and keep sharing and keep coaching and keep teaching because this is a topic that. I really, really love. And so people really connect to that, that resonate with it. And, you know, I would say like your topic, uh, what your event is about sounds like an obvious thing, but it has to be something that you truly, truly love. Awesome. Yeah. So something that you love, um, and also something that um, people want to learn about, right? So it's it's a, kind of like a little bit of an overlap. Um, you haven't mentioned it yet in this episode, but I, I, I was on your event and you, you cover this really great uh, topic and concept where you talk about like finding that overlap between what you love, what you're great at, what other people, you know, want you, you know, want to pay you for that kind of thing. Can you touch on that a little bit? Because I think that's a really, really valuable concept for our audience to hear and, and finding that purpose within their event and getting the clients that they're looking for. Yeah. Well, I, I talked about this concept of Ikigai, uh, which is a Japanese concept of a reason for being like your, what is your reason for being? And I opened the event with that because it, and I teach about this concept and I, and I have a graph and there's four different categories to assess um, where you are on this scale, you know, on a score of basically zero to 40, like 40 being the highest, 40 being that you are in tremendous alignment with your soul's purpose. And most people don't know where they're at with this. Uh, and to be able to have something tangible that you could look at and say, wow, like I'm, I'm really off with that is uh, something that I use at the beginning of the event to set the tone for the event so that it's not like, all right, everyone, today in the next three days, I'm going to teach you how to make lots and lots of money with your music and your passion. Like 
you know, that that is a subject that unfolds organically in the event as far as like, here's some benchmarks of how you could do monetarily. But before you get to that place, like we got to figure out, are you, are you really living on purpose right now? And if you're not, then here's how I can get you there. So using musicians as an example, most of them have this deep burning passion for music, but they're not really doing it, right? Or if they are doing it, they're not making a lot of money from it. And so there has to be a level of awareness that I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like I'm, I, and for some people, they're, they, they're getting further and further away from it. And so that sets the tone for the event of like, okay, let's figure out where you are on this like purpose scale. Let's figure out where you would like to be. And then let's do it, you know, over the next three days. And then I also end the event with the Ikigai score. And I ask people to revisit. Now, given everything that I've shared with you over these last three days, what would be your new Ikigai score? And so they can then see that contrast and they see their old score, they see their new score and they see the greater possibility. And of course, if they want to put this new Ikigai score into action and make it real in their life, the best way to do that is to work with me. The best way to do that is to join the mastermind. Uh, and you could potentially do it on your own, um, or you know you can do it with my help and guidance and mentorship, which is going to save you. And I really believe this. I, you know, I say this in the event. You've probably heard me say it a few times, Rudy. I believe that I can save people at least ten years. Uh, at least ten years of figuring it out on their own. So when you wake up people's hearts and souls. And they realize this is not something that I want 10 years from now. Like we all, we don't even know if we're going to be alive 10 years from now. We like to believe we will be, but we don't know that. So if this is something that I want to have now, then what is the best and fastest way to get there? So then they're answering their own question without me having to bring any kind of pressure of like, join the mastermind. It's like, Oh, you know, with everything that Tiamo's taught over these three days, I can totally see how uh, I, could, I could attain this now, not in 10 years. And I could save so much money and I could save so much trial and error. And uh, I think it becomes very, very apparent for people. So leading with the, the key guy in this tone of purpose, um, really then sets the foundation and the melody for the event. Got it, man. I appreciate you expanding on that point. That's a really, really, I think, important point. And I love how you connected it to um, people self-assessing themselves at the end of your event and, you know, working with you being like the natural next step the obvious next step for them if they want to implement, right, and get support in doing so. Um, so it just seems like a very natural thing. And uh, by the way, congratulations on this event. Um, you know, having had 
you know, probably the most success you've had to date as far as enrollment into your program. That's awesome. And, and I think you highlighted some major points that contributed to, to that success. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Randy. Absolutely, man. And uh, so that, that kind of completes like the main portion of our interview. And what I want to do now is, is simply ask a few, um, just kind of rapid fire type questions. Um, and uh, just kind of share whatever, you know, kind of comes to mind for you. Um, what would you say is a, a, a maybe a good book or resource that you'd recommend to uh, someone uh, for who's who's an event leader preparing to lead an event? There's a lot, but you know, I'm going to say the Surrender Experiment because, uh, and that's by Michael Singer. Um, I say that because to be the best seminar leader you can be, I think it takes a lot more surrender. I see surrender as a skill, you know, meaning the letting go process of all the expectations that you have. And, um, and then surrendering to the power of the moment, you know, like really understanding what your audience needs most now uh, and learning how to do that and how to read the room and uh, surrender to what's best for everyone in your team and realizing that it's not just about you, you know, as a seminar leader, it's actually very little of it is about you. Um, it's about the people in the community. So I, I for, for me, that's a, that's a talent and a, and a skill that if you, if you read that book, I think it will help you to do that a lot. Awesome resource. Yeah, it's a great, great title. I listened to that on audio a few months back and uh, blew my mind. It was a yeah. great, great book. That's right. Um, it's funny that book, I think, shows up for people when they're ready for it. <laughs> I know. That's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Tiamo, what's the best way that listeners can reach you? Like if they want to learn more about you and what you do, what's the best way? Yeah, I'm going to, um, I'll put that in the chat here so you can read it for everyone. Um, so, well, if you're a musician, you can go to thrivingmusician.com, uh, and I have a free resource for you there on how to have success outside the music industry. Uh, then I have my YouTube channel link there, uh, that you could go to. Um, and I also have my, uh, just my email address. If you, if you want to send me an email. Okay, perfect. I'll make sure to include all those links in the uh, show notes for well, so they can tune in, subscribe to YouTube channel, and reach out to you directly. Even thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that generous uh, that gift. Sure. So, uh, what's for you personally the next like summit or challenge um, or obstacle that you're looking to overcome? Yeah, I would say for. For me, the next challenge is transitioning into a purely um, spiritual space around my, my seminars. Uh, and it's interesting because I, I do believe that purpose has multiple levels. I don't think it's binary. I don't think you're either doing your purpose or you're not. Um, I think it's, it's an ascension. So for me, with the events that I've been doing, it has been my purpose. And I've been so grateful and so blessed. And I've also seen where it's been evolving, where my favorite part of my events is 
the personal development and, and the spirituality that comes up in the conversations and it always does. And as I'm coaching people on their own transformation, um, I can feel myself being the most excited about that. And so I definitely have, um, you know, have a new book that I'm writing and new principles and teachings um, that go, you know, above business growth and success in our really around personal transformation. And so these are aspects that are woven into my events, but actually doing an event that's just all about that is, um, is the next growth edge for me. And then the writing of the book and getting that out into the world uh, and living the message of the book and everything else. So uh, this has already been in motion. Um, and this is something that I've talked openly about, which by the way, is something that for, for everyone who's leading live events, you know, being really openly vulnerable is something that uh, attendees love and admire. Um, so yeah, that would be the, the next, uh, that's, the, that's the cusp for me. Right on, man. So congrats on that transition um, into being you know, more focused on the spiritual side if you're working your events and your new book, with the new principles and teachings, I look forward to uh, registering for that. Is there a, a place I can go now to pre-register for that book? Not yet. Yeah. So I, I did have a place and then I actually, the, the book was changing and then the message around it was changing. And so I was like, Oh, I, I need, I need to change everything else around it too. So, um, but the, the book is going to be called joy first. And, uh, and so for, for those of you who are watching this, um, yeah, by the time you watch this, you could you could do a search for joy first, and hopefully by then something something will come up for you so that you could pre-order it. Love it, man. Love the title. And uh, Tiamo, what uh, what legacy do you want to leave behind? Yeah, I feel like with with legacy, um, the legacy I want for people is that they really live their highest purpose in the world because I, I feel like everything else follows that like health follows that you know you're when you're living your highest purpose you, you're probably in, in greater health you know like uh relationships follow that because you're, you're probably like your relationship are probably doing a lot better when uh when it comes to raising your vibration on this planet well that follows living your highest purpose so i've seen it all come down to that and ultimately, when people are living their highest purpose, they're in their greatest joy. And I think that's what we're here for. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I, I think we definitely are here to learn and grow and evolve from our struggles and our challenges. Um, but ultimately, it's about getting back to uh, the joy and the expansion and the creativity and the fun and the play and the freedom and all those things that we're meant to be, do and have. So if there's uh, anything that when it comes time for me to transition out of this planet, you know, I just hope that whether it's through some things I've shared, whether it's my books or my seminars or my coaching, or whatever it is, that those are things that have a, a lasting impact for people. 
because uh, I think that's one of the greatest gifts you could have is, is really living your, your highest purpose on this planet. And so uh, I hope that I'm able to do that for people. That's beautiful, brother. Thank you for kind of bringing it all home there, connecting it back to our show topic of how to lead a profitable virtual event and uh, staying on your purpose, right? And so I love how you yourself are staying on your purpose and also inspiring others to, to be on purpose with their, their lives and their businesses. So beautiful, brother. And I appreciate the, uh, the interview today and the message. Um, for our audience, if you're still tuning into this point, uh, please be sure to uh, reach out to Tiamo, check out his website, check out his YouTube channel, you know, learn more about him, Google search, Joy First Book, um, and get on that list if it's not out yet or buy it if it is out. And uh, also subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet already. And if you know someone who you think could benefit from hearing today's message, please be sure to share this with them. You know, it could be the right message at the right time for the right person. Um, and this make it all this episode worth it. And uh, Tiamo, again, thank you again for being an excellent uh, guest on our show today. And really, you had me thinking about a few things. I'm a little upside down when it comes to uh, rethinking my whole goal setting mindset and, and process now. And uh, and it's good. You know, I'm, I'm, my, my brain, my my brain's rewiring right now as we as we speak. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Rudy. And uh, yeah, I've loved getting to have this conversation with you. And thanks for having me on. Absolutely, brother. Thanks so much again for being on. I'll go ahead and call it a wrap. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind tech programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute uh, consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day.